in a universe where life does not end at death. We explore the infinite possibilities forged by our very minds. Welcome to Arthadian Anthologies. Before we get started, I just want to inform you that this series was recorded over Discord. If the quality dips, it's due to connection issues. Greetings, fellow travelers and storytellers. Welcome to a Reborn in Power series featuring Dr. Cal and his creation. Proto. Follow along as he learns how to live and survive beyond the confines of the Zelic dynasty. Last time, in the Doctor series, Dr. Cal was escorted by Commander Curter back to Pillar Command after meeting for the first time a new squadron from the city of Turth Trintrek, or at least they arose from the city of Turth Trintrek. You, Dr. Cal, sent Liam a message asking about what was on the screen, but you have not received a message back. Proto and yourself were inside the pod, talking to each other about what was going on back at the Solar Orbiter. And then once you landed in Pillar Command, two of you were escorted to, well, what seemed to be a large tower that held the barracks for a lot of the command officers and their squadrons. You went inside, Commander Kurter uh, waved to the, basically the secretary of the tower, and then went into the elevator that took you up several stories until you reached Commander Kurter's squadron's barracks. Basically, they're where they live. <laughs> In essence. And when you went inside, you got comfortable. Proto got comfortable. Proto actually now is holding your codex, your TL codex that you received from TL Frameworks hasn't given it back yet and also you met with well you met Saval who is the tech operative of Commander Kurtur's squadron and the two of you 
began to hit it off a little bit. And you ended up going to sleep and finding out that there was some issues or some things, some kind of network that was stemming directly from you. And you were able to contact or communicate with your brother. And then finally you woke up. And as you wake up, you're lying there. You see the window in this place, the light from the sun, the star is beginning to emerge. And you look over and you see Proto is lying there, his eyes closed, his arms crossed on his on his stomach. He looks peaceful. It is early the last, morning. If I'm not mistaken, the last thing Dr. Cal heard last session was now I know where you are. If I remember correctly. Yes. Yeah, his brother tracked his location. Uh, so Dr. Cal wakes up and he's just, ah, shit, ah, shit. Oh, that is good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and he's just kind of cussing to himself for a little bit as he's, like, trying to wrap his mind around what just happened. Like, I have no idea what, the, what was that. I didn't know that was a thing. Just, uh... Uh, and he tries uh, he tries praying to his god okay go ahead and roll me a religion check oh man I need some help uh, so that will be a d12 force four so that's a four plus that's will yeah four plus that equals nineteen Okay. 19, you say. You try praying to the All-Father. And you don't get any response. Never responds exactly when I meet him. It's always, you know, during a peaceful time for some reason. Yeah. He kind of just looks over at Proto. Is Proto still half sleeping? He is Whatever asleep. he's doing? He is asleep. Oh, he's like it, right up asleep? Well, he looks peaceful. like like Almost like if you see an open casket at a funeral, kind of peaceful. His arms crossed over his, oh, over his chest. He, looks he literally looks like he's just dead, kind of thing. Uh, is, he, is he breathing? <laughs> that's all that's important. He, yeah, it looks like his his it looks like his body is still moving. His diaphragm okay. is expanding and contracting. Um, God, that's not good. If he knows what this is, he would already know, right? This isn't like a secret base. Now he knows I'm specifically here, which means they must cortex. You suddenly. Uh, you suddenly hear a door open, and you hear, and walking from the uh, the other cor- corner 
you see Commander Kurter step around the corner and you see he has the a cigar that he is smoking currently and he looks at he's looking at his codex and going through some things and then he looks o- over at you he has a tank top on uh, a, a looks like a, like a black tank top on and you can see he is full like he is ripped of course he is i, I imagine no less from Tortoman. <laughs> and he goes over towards the kitchen counter and then he looks uh, he looks over at you he's like Looks like you didn't sleep well. Uh, Commander, we might have a problem. I think my brother reached me in my dreams somehow. I think he knows where we are. Reach you in your dreams? It seemed to be a probing thing. I'm not quite sure. (laughs) Probes are weird. If he knows where you are, don't worry about it. Uh, are you sure? Pillow Command has the best defenses on the harbor by far. All right. Uh, the only Yow way, still... the only way they can they can take over this this place is if they have completely infiltrated the inside of Pillow Command. And so far, as we know it, they have not. All right. You would. We would definitely have figured it out by now. Uh, okay. Uh, and I look over at Proto. Still. He, he's still, still sleeping? Yeah, he's he, he looks peaceful. I think that's the most peaceful Proto's ever been. So we got an issue, Dr. Kell. Uh, what, what, what's going on? Apparently, uh, well, I got a report from Micah specifying that the uh, the squadron, three of them fell unconscious when the computer showed whatever it showed. I'm guessing the ones with enhancements? He looks up at you. You guessed correctly, yes. Well, I mean, it was it was like multiple reality, like, spark tech, so I assumed that it would go for, what was it? One of them was wearing tech armor. One of them was a straight-up sin. One of them was a cron, I know for sure. Two of them are cron, and then one of them is sin. I yes, mean, my, uh... Micah said that uh, Marmaduke woke up, so he is good, but he doesn't exactly quite remember everything that happened wherever he was, but they are their minds are scattered across space, is what Micah explained to me. Don't exactly know what happened, but apparently they've been at Moriot for, well, most of the morning. I think they're at, they're resting right now, and then they'll be heading over here. How would they get? Uh, Doctor Cal tries thinking of how like because this this is definitely like architect something 
Because it's like advanced hypertech. That that has to be like architect, I would assume. So he tries to think if the sin if the uh, sync zones could send like consciousness like that to Moriot. To Moriot? No, no, they they wouldn't send it to Moriot. No, no. <laughs> the uh, Commander Kurter said specifically said that they are heading to Moriot to try to to try to fix them, to try to help them wake up. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm going to say that's like Dr. Cal misinterpreting. Okay. How did they get the mummy out? That's weird. Uh, through, through a pod, My, Micah piloted them there to to take them to like a, a, a shaman. Try to see if they can like jumpstart their, I don't know, the conscience or, or whatever. Michael was explaining it to me like there was, when they went through the quantum force, something happened that allowed that allowed Marmaduke to wake up. And they think that something along those lines could hap- could happen for them using the shamanic- shamanistic rituals of the Redicon there at Moriot. I don't know. I, I, I don't get it myself, but I guess just let them do what they do. We have to figure out what we need to do here. You're right. The general, it was a, the general's putting on a meeting today, right? Is that what it was? You see him kind of blow out a plume of smoke. Uh, you see the the cigar that he has is it looks very similar to the cigar that the uh, that the Kron from the other squadron, the squadron, the squadron that you met uh, was smoking. And, uh, you, Mister Marmaduke, use the same brand. You know, he gave this to me uh, after we dealt with the Raptors. Figured I'd try it out. Uh, okay, so Matt, here's here's a question: mm-hmm. Is smoking still really bad for you <laughs> with all this sci-fi tech going on? Uh, yes. Oh, okay. Curious. You think they would have figured out less harmful cigarettes by now? Well, I mean, no. It's, okay. it, it, it's a cigar. Cigars aren't like you're not supposed to like completely inhale. It's more like a like a, you oh, you hold it and then it, it's the action of yeah. Cigars okay. te- technically don't have as much bad effects as a cigarette would have. This is not a cigarette. This is more of a cigar, like a like a big. Like a big one. Ah. Okay. Good to know. Good to know. Things you didn't think you would learn this session. (laughs) Entry 10. Yeah, I always, I I always, like, I've never, I've never smoked a a cigar, but, like, that's what, that's what I've, I've heard about them. I'm not entirely, like, sure if that's, that's the actual case, but I'm, I, I'm sure there is, there are some negative things to them, but, like, from what I've, learned about people who have smoked cigars and also cigarettes they they say that like cigars is more like you you don't actually like inhale the full the full effect and then you, it's more like you kind of puff it and then you blow it out okay curious yeah the more the, uh, more, the more you so, know <laughs> yeah the more you know dr cal all about learning um <laughs> 
And Dr. Gal's just kind of sitting there, and he's like, but there, there was a meeting, right? That was the big thing? Yeah. Uh, you're going to be meeting with the general today. Uh, and we're going to be... Uh, this is, yes, go ahead. This is a role-play question. Yes. How often, like, does... Is Proto normally up by the time Dr. Cal's up? Yeah, he, he's actually usually up before Dr. Cal is up. You, the, yeah, you've only I, seen him, like, rest, really, but you've never seen him, like, full-on take a full sleep. And even over your guys' conversation going back and forth between you and Commander Kurter, Proto is sound asleep. Like, he is, he is just peacefully laying there. I don't know if Proto's ever slept that hard before. He doesn't technically need to, as far as I remember on my biology. He needs to rest, of course. I don't know if he has to sleep this hard, though. Um, Well, Dr. Cal, we're going to be uh, leaving in about, I would say, 30 minutes to meet with the general. So, get yourself situated. Uh, Proto can come if you'd like him to come, but if you if he's just going to be sleeping there, it looks like he's he kind of walks over and lo- and looks at him. Is like, is he supposed to be sleeping like that? I I, I don't know. I I don't remember him ever sleeping like this. He's normally. If he does sleep, he only sleeps for a little bit to recharge chemicals. Your bodies are weird. Our bodies, yes. Well, I mean, they're all the same, like... We're not all the same. Subrace. I said subrace. We We got similar bodies. Okay. Yes, we, we have similar bodies, but some... Of us have evolved differently. Yes. Like me and the Revoltics are different. Surely you've learned about genetics before, right? Uh, Dr. Cal. Guys, <laughs> thinking back. I guess this would be, would this be a biology check? Remembering genetics? Yes, yes of it, other would. it would be a biology check. <laughs> Good thing I have a talent in that. <laughs> Let me roll a d12 real quick. Do, 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 do. Okay, uh, that's a 6 plus 12 plus 3, so that is a 21. I'm going to guess he remembers he, genetics. <laughs> genetics, yeah. it it It's basically taking, like, the two, um, basically, DNA genomes from a mother and a father and putting them together and that creates the baby and that's and it, and it kind of goes down the line of all the different like a- ancestors that you know people have had you don't you don't really like know to the extent of of it because of well, I mean, you were, you're a Kargareth. You were born through 
the same like kind yen. of yeah the same kind of thing and you know that yen actually completely copy the the genome of the other like basically their mate so you are kind of you're kind of like a replica of your father still didn't go to his funeral <laughs> sorry i just always find that a little warped <laughs> funny um, you have your father's eyes and his genetics like all of them. Um, I, I, I remember a little bit of it. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, Yin or okay, Bear, I, 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 that was a, just a rhetorical remark. It was yes, oh. and he just stares, stares at you. He's like, "All right, well, just get get yourself ready. Wake him up if you if you like. Uh, I'm going to go get my uniform on." And you see him go and walk over, and you see him puff another. Another bit of of a plume comes out of his mouth from the cigar as he walks over to his room. Dr. Cal isn't going to try to wake up Proto too hard. He's just going to kind of go over and nudge him on the shoulder. And if he doesn't get up from that, that, that's that's the end of Dr. Cal trying to wake him up. He does not wake up. (laughs) I'm not going to do a diagnostic unless he's still sleeping when I get back. Yeah. Sleep type probo. And uh, he just kind of made sure all of his things are in place. Okay. Made sure his armor is fully charged, I would guess. Okay. As you make sure everything is on and equipped and working properly on, on yourself, uh, you f- finish up before... Uh, Commander Kircher does Any, anything you'd like to do before you guys head out? I mean, Dr. Cal, uh, kind of like, is there a mirror in this room? Yes, there is. <laughs> the Dr. Cal, like, goes over to the mirror and I he kind of, like, does a look around of himself. Uh, and he remembers he's still wearing a Dymo Cortex jumpsuit and the Dymo Cortex symbol. It's just on the back. Because <laughs> he's never changed it. Didn't you cover that up? I, I talked with Marsh. And apparently I didn't. Like, I rewatched the first session. I thought I covered it up. It must have been something we talked about after session. Yeah, it might have, it might have been in, like, between sessions. when. But you can say it's covered up or you could say that it's still there. It's, it's, it's up to you. I, it, it's it's way more in character that Dr. Cal just completely forgot. Okay. Um, so Dr. Cal's like, I should, I should hide that, I think. <laughs> I don't think that would be better. Uh, like, he kind of goes over and knocks on Commander Kurtz's door. You go over, knock on Commander Kurtz's door. The door <laughs> slides open. And you see him. You see him there, and you see he has put on uh, these what looks like these these uh, shoulder like pauldrons, and you see him kind of. Well, what's wrong? I I just remember. I still have the symbol of Demo Cortex on my back. 
Uh, is there like something I can get to hide that? I don't know if that's a real good thing when going into a room full of, you know, poor command. <sighs> They're like, I don't know, like a little take jacket, t- take something. Off, take off your your QF armor. Uh, QF armor. That is Q. You mean QM? Q. Oh, quantum force. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he he takes his quantum force armor off. You. It, it comes off, um, and then you see him uh, go over to what looks like a little chest, and he kind of places his palm on it, and then it unlocks, and he opens it up, and you see him pull out a little disc. He goes over, he hands it to you. You see, this is to be like a uh, a tech armor. Uh, it looks like a light a light tech armor. He's like, put that on; it should cover it up. Uh, thank you. <laughs> and I puts on the light tech armor. You go and place it on your, onto your chest, and it goes around your entire body. Thank, thank you. I just didn't think that would be a great look. Well, now you look like the rest of us. I'll try getting a better jumpsuit. Mm-hmm. Oh, Dr. Cal has only worn this jumpsuit this entire time. <laughs> he never changed. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Just. You need a change of clothes, Dr. Cal. You smelly. I do. That, <laughs> you know, that's what you probably would get if you weren't stuck in the laboratory because all you want to do is crap. <sighs> but, you know. Yeah. Y'all, we're going to talk about how stinky Dr. Cal So after... I imagine... Okay, sorry. After another five five minutes or so, uh, Commander Kurtur com- comes out and looks over at you. He's like, you ready? Uh, as ready as I can be. I, I look over at Protos. He's, he, he's still sleeping, I would assume. You see his head pop up. And look over at you. I was just gonna leave you here, brother. You want to come along? He just stares at you. I will take that as a no. You are heading to meet with General Plutel, yes? You... Please roll me a... You don't have Analyze, do you? I do have analyze. Go ahead and roll me an analyze check. An analyze check? That's intelligence. Yes. That's a five plus a, tw- a 12, so that's already a Se- 17, 17 plus. And then I put a two. That's a 19. 19. That's a pretty decent check. It, there's something different about Proto. From what you, he just said. His, are you good, the way he, I feel pretty good, actually. Did something happen? A lot has happened, I think. I just realized his voice is no longer as robotic, is it? 
Oh. Oh. Oh no. <laughs> that that uh, Commander Kurt, you so you look over at Commander Kurter, and Commander Kurter is looking at Proto as well, and then looking at you, and you can see on command in Commander Kurter's eyes of like what is going on. Uh, Doctor Cal, very like he tries doing it subtly, but this is Doctor Cal, so he does it very, very obviously. He's like he mouths, "I have no idea what the fuck is going on." <laughs> And he's like, he's like, no idea. Uh, well, Proto, do you want to come with, or do you want to stay behind? You see, he stands up. I think it would be good for me to come with. Okay, well, I guess we'll have a conversation, because something definitely happened. Yeah, the worst. A lot has happened, yes. Okay, though. Tell me if you want me to run a diagnostic. I know you can do it yourself. I... Um, if you would like to run a diagnostic, you may run it. Um, but for your information, I... I was able to figure out how to run it myself in my sleep. Dr. Cal takes a minute. <laughs> and Commander Kurter is like... And he just kind of is like... He, he looks over at Commander Kurter, and he looks at the door. He's like, well, I guess it's time to head out. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about this later, because this, this means a few things. Do you want me to come oh. along, or do you want me to stay here? That's up to you, Proto. Your choice. Hmm. I'll come along to listen in on what is going on and see what this place has to offer us. That's good. Uh, and I just kind of look over at Commander Turner, a little bit of fear in my eyes. <laughs> but that's normal. This is a nor- is, is this what it's like when when your kid becomes a teenager? Or oh, yeah, an adult? Is, is this what it's like when when the kid goes from toddler to adult? <laughs> Just skips the like entire teenage. Way. Well, I mean, the teenage phase already kind of happened. You, you know, you, you, he had his oh, angst. No. He had the teenage phase. Yeah, he had his angst. He had a lot of angst. <laughs> I'm glad I never really held stuff over Proto. That's the thing I tried doing with Dr. Cal. Like, I tried to be like, Proto, make your own choice. I never tried being like, you're with me. That's the only choice. I tried to give him freedom. All right, well. Well, uh, command, let's continue on. Commander Kurter goes over. He's like, all right, well, then, if you're, you're coming along, just, you know, you know the drill. And the door slides open. As the door slides open, uh, you guys walk down the hall going over to the actual elevator. The, d- the elevator door opens up and then goes down. And as you head out of the lobby of this, of the, of the barracks area, 
you go into the actual uh, cityscape and you begin to walk around uh, well, following Commander Kurter you see that Proto is walking and keeping pace with you both and he seems to be looking around watching the people walk and you can see now with your previous analyze of Proto you can see now that he is walking in a different fashion he's walking more like a prime would walk more organically one might say yes and you see him he looks like he's people watching right now curious I guess this has to do with the type of core you have and something else oh, he's just looking at Proto like he's keeping Pat uh, like you know he's looking between the two people well I mean you're, you're so, um, <laughs> if okay so uh, like are you kind of mesmerized by Proto oh yeah yeah no okay. 100% I'm I'd mesmerized. like you to roll me a perception check actually uh <laughs> It's going to be a perception check with agility. Hey, that makes it even worse. Um, so already I'm to 12. 12 plus what is my perception modifier? That will be a 6 altogether. So 12 plus 6 equals 18. 18? As you are yep. walking, um, you you notice that you're, you're you're starting to fall behind them because you you don't have you don't have a long enough stride to meet to match with theirs. Uh, so you're kind of like skipping along, but you're also looking at, at Proto because you're so intrigued by the drastic New change, the drastic change in his demeanor. Yeah. Yep. I think Proto is now officially the more charismatic of us. <laughs> yeah, you're you're not exactly sure what what happened. Uh, if you like, you can role play with him. If... Uh, well, Doctor Cal is just like he he's going through his own theories. He'll talk with Proto after this meeting. Okay. So like he's like, I guess it has to do with the core. Maybe the architects talked to him. Maybe his programming is just like, oh, so this is what the primat's like. You continue to move move through this area, uh, walking up to the, the the biggest structure on this basically floating floating uh, island of some kind uh, around the 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 ringed city or the the square city of Pillar Command. The square capital, I'd say. Um, and you go over to the central area, uh, walking up the steps. Actually, you don't really walk up the steps. You see, as, as you get onto the steps, the steps begin to kind of glide you up like an escalator does. And you get up to the top 
and once you once you get up to the top you go over to the sliding doors the the doors uh slide open to an op- like an open area where a, a bunch of people are are walking around uh, a bunch of officers um are are kind of sitting around around in, in different groups and it looks a lot like the lobby over by the barracks and you see a a desk with multiple different officers all behind the desk and 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 uh greeting people as they walk up uh you you see commander Curter waits in in a line of other officers the the other officers like continue to kind of go through and proto looks around as like commander Curter and Curter looks back as like yes proto Is it normal for officers to be how should I put this colluding with one another? What? Carter looks what? back is like What do you mean? Do you mean? Do you mean? Are they? Are they? Uh, Doctor Cal, like thinks for a moment with his hands. And he just kind of puts them. To, I don't think I should make that gesture in public. But do you mean the relationshiping product? Is that is that what you mean? Oh no, that is normal for, I'm sure, many of the prime species, but I. What I mean is more along the lines of um, making deals that might not be beneficiary to those who are not within core command. And you see, uh, Commander Curter, like you, you guys are about about to get up to to the front desk, and Curter just like looks back and is confused. And then you hear. Did you overhear something? And he looks down. And he's like, "I've overheard a lot." And and then uh, you see uh, you you see Commander Carter is like, "What did you overhear?" And then you hear, "Um, Commander." He's like, "Oh, uh, hello. Um, we are here to speak with General Plutel." And he's like. General Plutel, all right. Uh, general, the general has uh, several meetings today. Which uh, do you have an an appointment with him? Yes, indeed, we are one of his first appointments. He's like, all right, let me check. Uh, Commander, Commander Curter, Commander Curter. Okay, you are here to speak with him about the Directive One Forty, correct? Yes. All right. Uh, well, you may go over to his office in five minutes. And uh, the your codex now should have access to the the scans, and you see uh, Commander Carter is like fantastic, thank you. And he looks. Uh, like, while Commander Carter is like talking with this person, I like go over as close as possible to Proto, and I'm like, Proto, have you been tapping into the communications all night? Their communications, no, I have not been tapping into their communications all night. I have just been watching people from afar and reading their lips. 
Have you been in the security system then? Like cameras? No. No. I've been watching people as we've been walking over here. Oh, sorry. I thought it had to do with the new attitude change. Sorry. My bad. Oh. Okay. (laughs) And, uh... You see Commander Curter. Commander Curter looks looks back at at the two of you and is like, "All right, let's go walk over here until we get the notification on on the codex, okay?" And you see Commander Curter goes over and takes a seat. And Proto goes over and takes a seat as well. And then Curter leans into Proto is like, "So what did you hear? What I technically saw." was that there were a few different squadrons walking over here and also currently inside this space. And he, you see his eyes look over towards a squadron over in the corner and they seem to be uh, kind of huddled up around a, around a table. He's like, what I've heard is that they are, well... There are a few different squadrons that are trying to make a quick volt ship, I guess, um, in order to, I, I am assuming to, how do I put this, have leverage. Screw with core command? Screw with core command? No. More like benefit their pockets. They're taking bribes? They're taking bribes? I believe so, but if we were to investigate further, I'm not sure exactly what to do. And and then you see Commander Crater looks looks over at the squadron that Proto kind of motioned to, and Crater is like, um, I'll speak to General Plutel about this. Thank you for bringing it to my attention, Proto. I figured that you'd like that. And you see Commander Carter smiles and then looks over at Dr. Cow's like, I'm kind of liking this change. I'm still not sure what caused it. I thought it was sudden him taking information, but it seems to be more. Oh, sorry, Proto, you're right here. <laughs> I imagine Proto is sitting between me and Commander Curter with how this conversation. Uh, it's kind of like a it's kind of like a triangle. You guys are. Sitting, oh, it is. Yeah, it's kind of like a triangle. You guys are then sitting at three different points. Like Proto, you, you do notice that you've changed, right? Oh, I I I know. I'm just making sure because sometimes I I didn't know if you noticed it with some of my talking. Did something happen? A lot has happened. Talk? Oh. Curious. Were you approached by architects or something? <laughs> um, a lot has happened. That's all he says. Fine, as long as you'll tell me about it later. If you want, I guess. 
I can tell you about this later. Yes. And then you see, okay. uh, you, you hear, and then Commander Curter pulls out his codex. It's like, all right, the general is ready. And he stands up and he goes and walks over to the, uh, to one of the actual, like, uh, do- doors uh, across the across the wall that that the actual uh, desk is like is in front of, and you see him go up and scan the, his codex, and then the door slides open, and you guys enter inside, and the elevator <laughs> stops, then it slides open. And you feel a bit of heat, like a warmth emerging. And you remember, you remember a fireplace and you hear a fireplace. And you walk inside and you see General Plutel. is sitting there at his desk. And you see him look over. He's like, Ah, good. You have made it. And you see him stand up, and Commander Curter salutes to the general. He's like, Adis. And Commander Curter goes to a, uh, a rested stance. I have brought Dr. Cow as requested. Along with his creation proto. Ah, Doctor. Glad to have you back here. Uh, this is about what was it? Directive 140? Is the, I think, was the thing I kept overhearing? Indeed. Yeah. Have a seat. Proto, would you like a seat? And then Roto was like, I prefer to stand. And you see the general nods and then walks over behind the desk. And the commander kind of st- stands in the corner and has his hands kind of behind his back, waiting to, waiting for basically the entire meeting to adjourn or any questions to be thrown his way um, or any commands to be thrown his way. The general looks at you. So, doctor. Yes? Last we spoke, we... I... spoke to you about your... your people, the Democortex, the Zealot Dynasty, and how I have been planning an operation to combat your previous home. I don't know if home is the correct word for it. Where you once lived. Uh, That's more correct, I would say. First of all, before we get started here, you see him go over to, like, right next to his desk and pull out uh, what looks like a little case, very small case, and then he opens it up and you see a volts chip. Payment for the, well, 
the craftsmanship that you have shown to us? Oh, do you mean uh, the gun? I forgot that I gave the blueprints to you guys. It's been a bit. This is uh, 5,000 volts up front. Uh, <laughs> Dr. Cal takes, like, takes a minute. And he, he, like, so he he kind of just sits there for a minute, and then, like, the number hits him. Mm-hmm. He's like, wait, wait, 5,000? Wait. Up front. That sounds like, wait, what do you, there's more? <laughs> He's not that rich right now. As a consultant and scientist and for what we have, we are, the information that we are going to be gathering from what you know and what you can help us with in this directive, we believe that it is crucial to be able to formulate a a working business arrangement between us and you as a scientist yourself. So... Five thousand dollars or five thousand volts up front, and uh, whenever a new purchase of the the cornerite function, as it is referred to, whenever it is manufactured and, and produced, you will be getting a uh, a ten percent royalty exchange for it. I guess I should get to work on a way that doesn't use destroitium. Oh, sorry, dis- destroit? That was that was the name of the metal. Uh, not to worry. <laughs> we at Cork Command have access to many resources. We can easily provide enough destroit to be able to manufacture said corner site function. And we have our I science would- division... <laughs> who can perhaps work to make it more efficient. But you came up with the idea. Therefore, it is yours. Okay. I only expected, like, two grand. Oh, I didn't realize it would be that much. Like I said, we want to foster a healthy relationship between us and yourself. And you see, he pushes the Volt's chip forward. I guess Dr. Cal, like, slowly (laughs) grabs it. Okay. You slowly grab it. And he's just making sure. This is a lot of money, so he's just, like, really slowly reaching for it. And is it the VTD that allows you to switch... Uh, bolt chip uh, currency to your own. Yes, and he said, and he specifies that he, he you see him say, "Oh, and also this volt chip is already connected to your identification. So whenever volts, you can trans you can transfer those volts to your own personal volt chip if you already have one, or keep that volt chip, and then any new volts that come through will go through into that volt chip or whichever." Uh, which that whichever chip that you transfer the volts to. Dr. Cal is just kind of looking at this. This is some good money. And he slowly like puts his stuff in his backpack. Mm-hmm. He puts the bolt in there. <laughs> We're having a so- shopping session. <laughs> session. <Just> so- <laughs> we need to get some basic supplies. 
like more than one jumpsuit. Um, that will help feed you over there, brother. <laughs> Maybe enough to pay for a couple of days of food. Maybe we can actually all go to a restaurant, huh? All right. Restaurants are a thing. Yes, they are. <laughs> and Jar was like, anyways, back to business, shall we? Uh, yes. He looks at you, and he kind of his face goes from like a a pleasant kind of greeting per, persona to more of a serious tone. The Zelop Dynasty has expanded out into the, well, command colonies. Not just the command colonies, but out into many of the different cities across not only our capital environment, but across the harbor, potentially even the other pillars. Not exactly sure how far they are going, but... They have definitely begun making their moves. Therefore, we need to counteract these moves. We already have a few squadrons who are being recruited as we speak, meeting at several different command outposts across the border of Vuestavez. And we need more squadrons being sent out to command colonies to find these informants that are causing trouble in our regions. Do you think that you would be interested in going into space and helping us out there? I was planning on leaving the planet anyway because of our issues with time Cortex. Well, you'll be facing them head on with this. Yes, but on our own terms, which is a lot better than them just showing up. Indeed. You, Dr. Calero, will be joining Commander Curtis' squadron here. And Commander Curtis looks over like... And you can see on his face, like, he, he's, he's curious, but also he doesn't know. It almost looks like he, he, he doesn't know if he wants that. (laughs) Which is fair. Yeah. Entirely fair. (laughs) (laughs) And the general looks back at you. He's like, you are going to be helping Commander Critter basically helping to equip the squadron and with the proper understanding of how to combat combat the Uh, Cortexian informants. As he's talking about combating Cortexian informants, my eyes slowly drift towards Proto because he's the only reason I'm still alive. With fighting Tiamat's Cortex. Like, I don't. I mean, 
Oh, okay. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, I understand that you probably aren't the most versatile person to be fighting against such trained assassins, I suppose, is the correct term. I once again just slowly look over towards Verona. And you can see that the gen- the general is catching your drift and he's like, we will also provide access to state-of-the-art research material to be able to craft your own materials that could benefit Commander Curtis' squadron within his vessel. And you'll also be getting communications directly to the other squadrons that are sent out throughout the Foundation region. I will still be considered my own... I would not be considered part of Corpament, just someone are, working with you. You are a consultant, Dr. Callum. I'm just making sure. Does me and Proto do have some plans for some areas we need to go? Once this directive is mostly complete to where Montezelic and his Dimocortex is thinking twice about trying to face Core Command. Well, then you are free to go. Sounds fair to me. I needed to make enough money for my own pod anyway. You will be making enough money. That is good. Uh, and I kind of look back over towards Commander Carter. <laughs> seeing what his face is like at Commander this point. Carter is just waiting for the general to say anything to him. And you see Commander Carter, uh, oh, uh, the general lo- looks over at Commander Carter is like, Commander! And Carter looks up and is like, yes, general. Is your squadron well prepared to face these Cortexian informants? Indeed, General. I have been itching for this chance for some time. Yes, indeed. I know this. Well, I think I'll be... I'll be looking forward to the reports that you sent to me. And Dr. Callum. If you ever do need any additional support for potentially new materials that you might require in your crafting pursuits, feel free to reach out. You'll find here in Core Command, or myself as the general, and also the admiral that you'll probably be working under out in the Foundation region, as you will be reassigned, Commander. To Admiral Volton. And General's like, Wait. Uh, Admiral Volton. Indeed. It's like, um. Wait. <laughs> and, uh. And Commander Curtis like, Understood. But still, report back to me as well, because I am running this directive here on the ground. Volton is walking alongside me to make sure that. The command colonies are well protected, especially with the war going on. 
Mm-hmm. Indeed. Of course. I will make sure that everything goes smoothly between us and Admiral Vulton. Fantastic. All right, well. Doctor. Proto. Um, I look forward to seeing um, your progress. We will try our best. Please roll me a perception check. Perception check. Where is perception? Uh, D12. I am not rolling good today. Uh, well, actually, this one's pretty decent. Life it got up, so that's a twenty. I think this is a twenty-six. Yeah, this is a twenty-six. You look back uh, behind, behind the general, and you see the by the where the fireplace is. It looks like there is a. It's almost like a mural that like shows this like fiery background, and it's. It's illuminated, and it it carries this almost like this living, breathing like like it is a flame. The mural is it's mesmerizing. And then you and then you hear uh, the general say, "Oh, taking a liking to my mural." I was curious by it. It feels interesting. Oh, it is quite interesting. I have taken a very passionate liking to uh, fire for some time now. Since, uh, actually, since we began the command colonies, it's been... It's been very intriguing, to say the least. But anyways, I blabber. You may go. Uh, prepare yourself, and the commander Carter, you know what to do. Yes, General. Thank you. And he goes and he uh, Carter goes up to you both, and then begins to escort you out. Uh, Dr. Cal just slowly makes his way out. Alright. You make your way out. And as you make your way out, the door slides open. And we are going to end the session there. Hey, hey, Matt, why does, why does that, why does that realm sound familiar? What, what realm? Uh, what realm? Not realm. He, he was sending us, where was he sending us? To, uh, like, really? To uh, you know, command colonies and stuff. You're going to the foundation region, so where the war for command is, yeah, is happening. Yeah, but what was the name of that oh. that command colony no. that we got reassigned to, or wherever? No, no, no. You, you, you uh, com- Commander Kurter is now is now re- also going to be reporting to Admiral Volton, the Admiral. Oh, Admiral. Okay, yes. got it. Admiral Volton. Yes. Also. Oh, we're still recording, aren't we? Yes, we are still recording. But anyways... Uh, <laughs> After we record. Yeah. Uh, thank you all for listening. Welcome to the paint section, which means Matt's finally going to make an ad for the doctor. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, 
thank you for listening to the doctor entry 10 and and keep keep on listening because you know things are starting to heat up a bit more I guess literally I'm finally speaking. going to be able to do some of the things I wanted to do with Dr. Cal. Yes. We'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. But thank you all for listening. And if death comes to you, may you be reborn in power. And credits. I thank you for listening to The Doctor. Be sure to check out the official New Age campaign, now releasing here on the podcast and streaming bi-weekly Tuesdays on Twitch. A link will be found in the description of this entry. And if you want to be reborn yourself, you can subscribe as a Chosen to access Chosen Creation and exclusive Codex entries. Until next time, travelers. Be safe. Stay safe. And if death comes to you, may you be reborn in power.